to sit here and bullshit you. I'm not going to bullshit myself. Uh, I welcome you. I appreciate you stopping by. I enjoy you listening to Strange Talk with Doc. Am I my normal mental self today? No, I am not. I did not like what I seen. I did not like what I felt. I did not like the vibe. And I'm going to tell you why I don't like the vibe. I'm going to tell you why I didn't like what I seen. I'm going to tell you why I am upset and angry at the United States of America and some of the citizens of the United States of America. Even some with good intentions who are going haywire and saying the wrong things. We have got to rid ourselves of the malice. We got to rid ourselves of deceit, hypocrisy, envy, slander, and most of all, hate. Hate encompasses a lot of things. You get your racism and hate. You get your violence inside hate. You get your prejudice inside hate. So hate covers a lot of aspects. Now, some of the people who really piss me off are those who sit back and go, not my America. Not my America, really? Let me ask you a question. On August 8th, 1925, when the Ku Klux Klan had almost 50,000 people march on Washington, was that your America? On February 20th, 1939, when the Nazi party had a rally in New York City at Madison Square Garden, was that your America? When people were massacred, and I'm going to explain what the meaning of Webster says what massacution is. That's the act or the instance of killing a number of usually harmless or unresisting human beings under circumstances of atrocity or cruelty. Was it in May, your America, when America had sundown towns all across the South? Was that your America? Was it your America when the Rosewood massacres happened? Was it your America in the 1906 Atlanta massacres? Was it your America when the Thibodeau massacres happened? Was it your America when the Okasee massacres happened? Was it your America when the New Orleans massacre of 1866 happened? Was it your America during New York City draft riot massacres? Was it your America in the red summer of 1919? Also, was it your America in Obalaska massacre? Was it your America in 1989, Wilmington, North Carolina's massacre? Was it your America in the Tulsa Wall Street massacres? So don't sit there and ever, ever, ever perpetuate the lie that this is not your America. What you've seen on Capitol Hill is your America. It is truly at the heart and soul of your America. Does it still rank itself above other nations? Yes. But this is also your America. You can go back and research any one of those names that I named. You can go back yourself and see the atrocities that happen against other human beings. We are dealing with COVID. COVID now has 22 million cases in the United States. 
374,000 deaths. Worldwide, we are dealing with 89 million cases and 1.9 million dollars. 1.9 million deaths. The vaccine is out there. We got the super corona that has hit California, Colorado, Florida, and New York City. Now, let's get back to this Trump Save America rally. Trump holds this rally, as we all know. He has Rudy Giuliani speak. He has Don Jr. speak. He roused this crowd up. Giuliani states that we should have a trial by basically violence. Trump lies and tells the people, I'm going to go with you over the Capitol. Go to the Capitol. What sitting president asks the people to revolt against the seat of democracy? Don Jr. says that this isn't over. We're not going to forget who you are. Remember these people. The enemies once again perpetuating the lie that this election was stolen. If there were improprieties in this election, these are the same improprieties that happen in every single election that has ever been held in this country. Sure, is it perfect? No, there's no such thing as perfect. But when I seen people break into the Capitol, supposedly to do harm, to the vice president, who I'm no fan of, the speaker of the house, the majority leader of the house. This was our whole hierarchy in one place at one time, minus the president of the United States, that could have been all done damage to. They could have been murdered because for some reason, the cops wasn't on point. For some reason, the National Guard wasn't on point. For some reason, the Secret Service wasn't on point. For some reason, the FBI, which is right there in Quantico, wasn't on point. And this is what really, really pisses me off. And I'm not going to overstate the fact that if these were black people, you would have seen black bodies laid all across the lawn of the Capitol, all across the stairs of the Capitol. They would have never made it to those inauguration steps, they would have never made it through that building. There would have been gas. There would have been helicopters. There would have been dogs. This would have been a slaughter for the world to see. But because of white privilege, white men, women felt that it was well within their right that they were not even going to be harmed. At most, they would maybe be detained. And I said maybe because there was nobody really there to detain them, which made no sense. And this played out on national television for everybody to see. I listened to that speech that Trump made. I listened to the whole airing of the speech. I was waiting for the votes. I was waiting for the certification. So I was watching that also. I put my life on pause to see this. This was January 6th. We had looked forward to this day. Those who do not like Trump, we were waiting for these votes from the Electoral College to be certified. We didn't make it through them taking the break to argue Arizona. By the time they took the break to argue Arizona, and I listened to some of the things Ted Cruz said. Ted Cruz is not only a fool, he's a traitor. And the people of Texas owe him 
the next time that he comes up for election to get him out of office, he means to do us no good. He only means to do America harm. This is the same man who dogged them out nationally on public television, his wife, him, and for him to back Trump, I don't even understand how it is to be so involved deeply in a cult. When you lose your mind, you lose your spirit, you lose your soul, and you give it all over to somebody else because they're deceitful, they are envious of people who came before them. They speak slander and hate, hypocrisy, no honesty, no truth. We have people in this country who are still waiting for a second stimulus when other countries have their people have receive multiple stimulus. We don't even know if it's going to be 600 or 2,000 because promises are made all the time and promises are not kept, not to us, not in the United States of America. America doesn't care about its children. They care that we pay taxes. They care that we follow their rules. But do they care about us? No, they do not. And if you are a certain hue, they care even less. Because this was on full display for the world to see that there's a separate America for white folks and there's a separate America for everybody else. And especially if you're black, because this would not have been allowed. We've seen that play out all in 2020. Peaceful protesters that became violent because of the law. People in all kinds of riot gear, black. You'd had law enforcement officers who you didn't even know who they were because their badges was concealed. But this is the way it was. And none of these forces was at hand. No dogs. Where was the super security to protect the vice president, the speaker of the house, the majority leader, the Congress and the Senate? Where were they? Who told them to back off? Who were these cops that were opening up gates? How did they breach this place? How did they even get to the point where they could breach the stairway? And I am so glad that these people are now suffering. Apologies is not going to be accepted. These people need to have the full weight of the law thrown at them. Jobs laws, freedoms laws, right to bear arms laws. They had cases where they were waiting for monies for the government, loans, loss. Anything that we could take away from them for this insurrection should be taken away from them, and especially the freedom. No slapping on the wrist, because think about it, if it was Raekwon. If this was Shaq Kim, what would his time be? He breached a federal building. He violated an oath and an act that was supposed to take being taken by Congress, an act that was supposed to be taken constitutionally by the Senate on January 6th. And I appreciate those senators and I appreciate those congresswomen and men who actually came back and did their duty later that evening and certified Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as the president and the vice president of the United States. So I appreciate them for that. So far, there's been over 80 arrests of these rioters. They're actually traitors to the country. When you come into the Capitol building 
and you are waving a Confederate flag, the flag of the nation that lost to this nation, you are an enemy of this country. This country has a lot of lies and falsehoods in our Pledge of Allegiance. We have a lot of lies and falsehood in our national anthem because we do not, it's not for everybody, not a dream and a hope for everybody. We understand that President Obama was in office for eight years, and that must have really been like a cancer that was sitting under the the belly of those who could not stand uh, to see anybody of darker skin rise up. Uh, people think that the day finally have arrived, but this nation has let us know over the last four years, fuck you. This nation continues to let us know, fuck you, black man. Fuck you, black woman. We're going to kill you unarmed. We're going to kill your kids unarmed. We're going to kill you in your car. We're going to kill you when you're begging. We're going to kill you on video. We're going to kill you while you're coming out of a restaurant, in your car, jogging. We don't give a fuck. We're going to have DAs and Governors and senators speak up against you. We're going to have newspapers and radio shows and television shows vilify you when you're the victim. We're going to have you shot seven or eight times and come up with excuses that no law enforcement officer should be held accountable, not even to the point where he should be tried at a jury of his peers. You get it? That's what we're going to do. So Biden has been certified. And on January 20th, he will be inaugurized, him and Kamala Harris. The security better be some of the tightest security the United States of America has ever seen. It should be a no-fly zone. It should be a zone where nobody can get in that perimeter. There should be no bullshitting. National Guard should be actually armed with weapons. Secret Service should be on point. The police department there should be on point. Quantico should be on full alert. Not a hair on Joe Biden or a hair on Kamala Harris should be touched even by a leaf falling from the sky. Georgia, who I never thought I would say this. I appreciate you, Georgia. And it's a damn shame that the United States of America in 2021, of people who have been here since 1470-something, we are still saying first. So Raphael Warnock is the first black senator of the state of Georgia. John Offcroft beat that Purdue guy. So this gave the Democrats the House majority for the first time in years. So they have control of the House and they have the control of the Senate. And so this is a beautiful thing. Kamala Harris is the tie-breaking vote. And you know which way she's going to go because she's a Democrat. And I appreciate Stacey Adams. Uh, I'm sorry. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams became somebody that we can be proud of. As a nation, people should be proud of her. Not just black people, but people in general should be proud of this woman because she went grassroots. She harmed nobody. She wanted some things changed, and she put the footwork in to make these changes happen. And that's what this is supposed to be about. 
That's what we as a people in this nation are supposed to be about. The betterment of all, not the betterment of one group against another group and hold one down to lift one up. She wanted to lift everybody up in her state of Georgia and said, you know what? We can change some of the things about us. I lived in Georgia in the early 90s. And there were sections of Georgia that were still sundown towns. And that is not a lie. That is not a falsehood. That is real talk. Get the fuck out of town, black man, before it gets dark, because nobody is going to protect you. We are going to consider you a thug, a robber, a rapist, or a burglar, or something like that after sundown, and you're on your own. And so maybe Georgia is turning the corner. There's still a lot of work to be done, but I do appreciate Miss Stacy Abrams. For at least trying, having a dream, fulfilling her dream, and making some things come to pass. Georgia has two Democratic senators, you know, and that's that's a beautiful thing. This Proud Boy leader, Henry uh, Tarico, he was arrested for destruction of property. And he also was carrying two high-capacity firearm magazines. This man is a felon. He is not supposed to have these high-capacity firearm magazines. I don't believe he should be having any magazines. When you have a felon, your right to bear arms in the United States of America is supposed to be stripped from you. I don't understand how this Hispanic guy is the leader of a racist group called the Proud Boys to begin with. I don't even understand the ideology, how that works. How does he go to bed and sleep? peaceful at night knowing that he's involved with people who hate him himself, but he's actually their leader. It's insane. So they banned this guy from D.C. for the next six months. I don't even know what the fuck that means. If he enters D.C., he'll be arrested, but he should be facing some major jail time just for having the magazines. They should be raiding his house to make sure that there's no guns in his home. Okay? We have a sitting president in the United States of America, named Donald J. Trump, who has been banned from all forms of social media. We have a man who has codes to nuclear weapons, a direct line to the military, and he is banned from social media. He cannot be trusted with his speech on social media websites Yet we trust him to still be the face and voice of this nation. I know there's not a lot of time. We are talking 10 days as of this broadcast that he still will be the president of the United States. But he could still do damage within this time. And I understand that this was a needed, this was something that was highly needed in America to shut his voice down as much as possible. And naturally, because of who he is, he's a child. He had to use trickery. He tried to use his Porter site. He tried to use the sitting president site. And thankfully, Twitter has been deleting those messages also. Uh, because all he's going to be doing at this present point in time is sending out codes, messages, things of that nature to his sycophants, telling them what they should do and what they shouldn't do. 
but he won't tell them, stay away from Washington on the 20th. He won't tell them, be peaceful, accept what's going on. You know what? I was dead ass wrong about this election. Nothing was taken from me. I lost it fair and square. That he will not say. We lost Tommy Lasorda this week. He was the Dodgers manager for over 20 years. He won two World Series. He won four pennants. He won eight divisional titles. He was known as a joyous, happy man. People loved Tommy Lasorda. So I say rest in peace to Tommy Lasorda. We also lost Tanya Roberts this week. She was on that 70s show. She was also one of Charlie's Angels and one of the Jane Bonds girls. She was 65. And by the way, Mr. Lasorda was 93 years old, and I believe he died of a heart attack. This week, I lost one of my favorite TV shows, Highly Questionable, with Dan Levitar and Poppy has went off the air. Well, it didn't go off the air in that manner. Highly Questionable still exists, but Dan and Poppy are no longer associated with the show. They have moved on from ESPN. I wish Dan Libertar and Poppy nothing but the very best. They've entertained me for almost a decade with their silly little show, uh, half an hour, Monday through Friday, and I appreciate them for that. This Is Us is back, and it's outstanding as usual. I'm watching The Stand. That's a very good show. I have gotten back into Law and Order, The Stabler Years. That's season one through 12. Those are outstanding, and I am going to re-watch all of them because we still don't have a lot of live television due to the pandemic, but some things will start going back to normal in a while, I guess. Uh, Law & Order SVU regular show this year, this last week, was outstanding. It was Carisi versus Barbara. I really enjoyed it. United States of America has had a rash of military-based deaths, killings, rapes, assaults in 2021, and it still seems to be going and filtering over into 2021 from 2020. Forgive me. And nobody's really speaking much about that. As an ex-military person myself, bases are hard enough to live on, but to have People committing crimes on base, like especially Fort Hood. Fort Hood is almost like a killing field in 2020. You can look up the numbers yourself. I really don't want to go into that, but there were some outrageous numbers of people who lost their lives, something like 35, if I'm not mistaken, and that's kind of crazy. The Chargers finally fired Anthony Lynn, and the Jaguars fired Doug Marone. Both of them needed to go. Those teams were heading nowhere. Uh, I just don't know. There's a lot that needs to be done to both of those uh, organizations. The charges with Anthony Lynn, he had the best rookie quarterback who's come up the pike in decades. So he had something to work with, but he made a lot of blunderish errors as a head coach. So I have no problem with them letting him go. Now, yesterday... We had the NFL started their wild card weekend. And the Buffalo Bills held on to beat the Indianapolis Colts 27-24. That game was a little tighter than I thought it should have been. It seemed like every time Buffalo offense would do something good, their defense would allow the Colts to just come back and score quickly. I mean, they were getting 20-yard runs here, 20-yard runs there. 
Rivers didn't even have to throw bombs because the running backs were like a bomb. You know, the Seattle Seahawks lose to the Los Angeles Rams 30-20. to 20. This was a war fest to me. I don't like either one of these teams. I make no bones about it. I think their organizations are, I mean, they're steady, but they're boring. Everything about them is boring. Golf is boring. Seattle's offense is boring. Uh, Aaron Donald was, in one quarter, was dominating on defense. It seemed like every time Russell Wilson looked, he was being chased, harassed, or sacked by this man. So I tip my hat to Aaron Donald. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Washington football team 31-23. to This is Tom Brady's like 900th playoff win. He's so far ahead of everybody else as far as playoff wins goes. That's crazy. Uh, the Buccaneers' defense did not look super impressive to me. They're going to have to tighten some things up. Do, do that offense on Tampa have weapons? There's weapons everywhere. You got Antonio Brown, who seems to be playing better as time goes on. Uh, Fournette actually ran the ball pretty well. But that Washington football team, Rivera has them as a tough bunch. And if they get a quarterback next year, and this Taylor kid, Heineke, who played yesterday, is not the answer. Alex Smith is not the answer. If they get a quarterback, they will be a pretty formidable team in the future. Now, today, we got the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to be playing the Tennessee Titans. This is a battle of two teams who can run the ball really, really, really well. My heart says the Baltimore Ravens because I want to see Lamar Jackson get a win. But the Tennessee Titans are no chumps. Tannehill is good. That wide receiver Brown is very good. And as we know, Derrick Henry is a beast. But so I'm going to actually pick the Baltimore Ravens to win this game since I got to pick somebody, right? Then the second game is going to be the Chicago Bears versus the New Orleans Saints. I believe the Saints just have too many weapons. Chicago has to rely basically on that defense. And if Khalil Mack is not balling out, they got no chance. So I'm going to pick the Saints to win this game, especially in New Orleans. The Cleveland Browns are going to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the late game. The Browns have not been allowed to practice much. Kevin Stranansky, their head coach, is in COVID protocol. So I don't know how he's even going to coach the game. Maybe he could do it remotely. Maybe he could do it via video. They'll have somebody on the sidelines that will relate what he says. But when your head coach is not allowed to coach, that takes a lot of the stuff that you would normally do on the fly away so all advantages to the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially since they have Roethlisberger behind center Ed, as opposed to Mason Rudolph. So I'm going to, I hate the Steelers, but I have to pick the Steelers, especially at home. Even if there's only a small fan base, I think the Steelers have enough to beat Cleveland. And if Cleveland wins, it won't be a shock. Do not be shocked that they won the game. Now we're going to talk some NBA real quick, okay? Today, we got the Heat versus the Celtics. The Rockets are playing the Lakers. Tuesday, you got the Heat versus the 76ers. The Nuggets versus the Nets. The Rockets versus the Lakers. The Clippers versus the Pelicans. 
Thursday, you got the Heat versus the 76ers again. Due to COVID, some of these teams are going to be playing each other over and over again to get it out of the way to make the travel less. Friday, you got the Mavs versus the Bucks, and you got the Lakers versus the Pelicans. That's for those of you who want to see Zion versus LeBron. Friday, Zion versus LeBron. Now, I do have to tip my hat to the New York Knicks. I cannot believe that Tom Thibodeau's got them playing basketball so well, so early. Julius Randle is balling out. So I, even though I laugh at the Knicks, most NBA fans laugh at the Knicks. For them to have a fairly decent start to this season without a lot of big names, I'm going to say Tom Thibodeau, my hat's off to you. Even though he has been known to wear teams down because he wants to play such hard-nosed defense, but that's what it is. Now, once again, before I get out of here, I cannot overstate the fact that we got to rid ourselves of this malice, this deceit, hypocrisy, envy, slander, and hate. We cannot move on as a people. A person cannot move on and better themselves as a human being. If any of these things live within you, you can hate a lot of things, but let it be things that you can change. You can hate something about your body. You can hate the fact that you're out of shape and you work your ass off to get in shape, but you're not supposed to hate me or you're not supposed to hate her just because they are who they are. You can hate the crime. Don't hate the person so much. And you know what? No, I'm going to backtrack off that. You can hate the person who committed the crime that you hate. But don't just hate them because you assume or assume that they would do something that's atrocious. Don't slander people for no unapparent reason. Don't go out of your way to talk about other people that you don't need to talk about. Keep other people's names out of your mouth if you can help it. What purpose does it serve you to beat down somebody, a co-worker, a church member, a friend, your wife, your children? What have they done that you, because words are power. Words are power. And if you are a religious individual, it says in the beginning, in the beginning, he spoke. It was only words. They never said that God himself took a hammer and a nail and built anything. He spoke it. Those are words. So words are power. The universe, the earth, man. Well, man was molded. But the universe, this was spoken. These were words. Don't be jealous of nobody. If they got it, you want it, work for it. Study. Build your life up. And don't be a hypocrite. Don't tell me what to do that you will not do. Don't ever tell somebody to do something you won't do. Don't say one thing and do another. Don't, you know, that just doesn't make sense. It does not make sense to be a hypocrite because you will be found out. People are always, I did a show last week. And it said, look, shut up, and listen. And there are some people who do that. They shut up, they look, 
They observe, they listen, they see your patterns, they see how you get down and how you go about doing your daily life, and you become nothing but a hypocrite and you lose all respect. Why should somebody respect somebody who's a hypocrite, somebody who is deceitful, somebody whose heart is full of malice? It's all right not to love somebody. It's all right. It's perfectly fine to say, you know what? I don't love you. But it's not fine to say, I love you and then hate them. Don't be the wolf in sheep's clothing. If you're the wolf, be the wolf all the time. Let people know that you're the wolf when you enter the door by howling. So they're not expecting the sheep. They see that you are the wolf, and then they can live and guide themselves around you accordingly. It is all right to be whoever the fuck you want to be. I don't care if you're homosexual. I don't care if you're transgender. I don't even give a fuck if you're racist. But say that you're racist. Don't hide it. Don't pretend to be something that you're not, because eventually you will be busted. Because if you're not willing to do the time for the crimes that you commit in this life, don't fucking do them. That's why I'm not a criminal. I am not willing to do the times for the crimes, so I don't commit the crimes. My hustle is a nine to five, always has been. I like to make my money legally. I don't want your wallet. I don't want your fucking car. I don't want your wife. I don't want Anything that you own, because it is not mine, I am willing to pay the cost to be the boss, to earn it myself. That's just the way I get down. That's my reputation, and nobody could take that away from me. I get to take that to my grave. I get to take that to my maker. That That's how I lived my life, and it wasn't fraudulent. I sleep at night because I am not a fraud. I am not a phony. No. Would I ever be? And I am angry at you, America. I'm angry that you have got me to the point where I feel like I had this discussion with my wife this week. Baby, should I ever leave my gun at home? And she was like, you have no choice but to never leave your gun at home. I mean, I don't even want to go to the grocery store without carrying a weapon. And that is fucking insane because I don't know what a crazy white man might do if he sees me in my car. I don't know what a crazy white woman or family might do if I'm driving somewhere and I'm in unfamiliar territory and I got to hop out to go to a gas station. I have to be able to protect myself at all times. I have to be able to protect my wife at all times. And I went out of my way the best possible way that I could Get as many black people who were not armed armed this year, and it was ignored. And that's not on me. I did my part. You fucked up by not listening. You know what? I don't do this show just to blow smoke up my own ass. Now, you do not have to listen. I am no longer ever asking anybody to do anything. You do what you like. You don't have to subscribe. You don't have to listen. You don't have to acknowledge me in any way, shape, or form, but I'll be a voice regardless because that's what I choose to do. I don't put that shit on you anymore. You owe me nothing. I am not going to pretend you owe me anything. This has been Strange Talk with Doc, and I want you to remain safe. 
I want you to remain vigilant. I re want you to remain smart. I want you to remain most of all real. You're not going to do any fucking thing else in 2021. Just be real. Be honest. I didn't say be open. It's nobody's fucking business what you go through unless you make it their business. And if you make it their business, give them the real shit. Give them the straight dope. Don't cut the fucking dope. Give, give, make them OD on how real the fucking dope is. You know, don't, don't bullshit nobody. Life's too fucking short, man. Stop playing games. Stop fucking playing games. Because I'm going to tell you now, if you come and you deal with me in any way, shape, form, or fashion, I'm not going to fucking play games with you. If it's for all the marbles, then we going for all the marbles. If it's we're having a good time and chilling, then we're going to have a good time and chill. But if you approach me sideways in any way, shape, or form, I am going to stomp you like a cockroach. And that is the real fucking deal. Now, I usually tell you to have peace to you and peace to yours. But today, I ain't feeling it. I'm just going to tell you goodbye.